welcome to the Ballard Podcast. My name is Sophie Jennings and I had an idea and I made it happen. Over the next couple of months, we're going to be talking to the teachers and pupils. Welcome everyone back to the Ballard Podcast and today we'll be interviewing Mrs Kelly. Thank you for being on the podcast today. And, welcome. And um, so can you just tell us what um, role you play here at Ballard and talk a bit about that? Okay, so my history is um, teaching in Brockenhurst College. So I was a mainstream teacher teaching English and IT, which has developed so fast I couldn't carry on with that. Um, But I developed into um, studying dyslexia and became fascinated by it. And I realised how hard it was for people that have learning difficulties or learning differences um, and they have an unfair advantage. So I, I trained and I got a master's in dyslexia and special specific learning difficulties. And luckily I found myself a job at Stanbridge Earls where I taught one-to-one. And when that closed, I applied to Ballard and I'm fortunate enough to get the job. So I've spent the last four and a half years uh, teaching one-to-one yeah. Um, what that means is the pupils that just need to be shown a different way to learn things, they come to us and we can explain it differently than, than a teacher can when they've got full class and loads of children. And um, we highlight the areas of gaps that are missing in their education by doing tests and assessments and just by experience. And then we focus on those areas and try and build them up so that they're on a level playing ground with everybody else. Sounds good. So what does Ballard School mean to you personally? I love Ballard School. Um, It's been a lovely place to work and the people I work with are just super. Um, I think because we're all of the same ilk, like we all have the same caring nature for, for our pupils. But what's really astounded me with Ballard is the staff because quite often I have to step in and my pupils and I have to go and talk to the teacher and say, you know, he hasn't done the homework because he didn't understand your method of teaching. And it's quite a thing to have to say to a teacher who's had years yeah. of experience. But sometimes they just don't get that other people need a different to hear it a different way. And they have been so receptive and so good and liaising with me and obviously with the other Dell staff. And I just think that's fantastic. The, ch- the child at Ballard gets so much support that they wouldn't get in a state school. Um, and it's a fabulous place. So, obviously, you've had a lot of time in Ballard and um, you probably had lots of good moments there. So, what do you think your proudest moment in Ballard is? I suppose my proudest moment is when I have an achievement with a pupil. So, when somebody who's severely dyslexic gets their GCSE in English, it just it's just incredible. And it'll, it'll bring tears to my eyes, I can guarantee. And that's happened a couple of times where people that have really, really struggled. And one of, one of my pupils didn't get GCSE the first time, but she got it on the reset. And it's just phenomenal. But not... Unfortunately, everything's ma- uh, measured on academic success, but it's not about that. Um, there's there's several people at Ballard that have got mild autism, um, which means they're high functioning, so they can study and do exams and things, but they don't fit in. And I've seen them develop and build little niches of friendships, and it's just marvellous to watch because 
if they were at a state school, they'd be out on a limb and they wouldn't fit in and they'd be so uncomfortable. But Ballard, as, as they call it, a family, has involved them in the family and, the, and they've had a fantastic um, experience, educational experience. Sounds... Yeah, that's basically it in one sentence, basically, in Ballard. And what would you say your proudest moment is outside of Ballard? <laughs> um, I suppose to get my master's um, because I had three children and I had a very difficult relationship with my husband who wanted to burn all my books because he didn't like me studying. <laughs> so against all odds, I, I managed to get my master's degree. And since that, I've been involved in paddling, dragon boat racing, and um, I won a medal in Spain in October. So that's my latest highlight. Sounds like you've done a lot. So obviously, um, us being in lockdown now and with the coronavirus about, well, um, have you coped with it and working from home well? And can you talk about a bit, a bit about that? Yes. So when when it all happened, um, I don't work Fridays, and I think it was Friday that they closed the school, so I didn't have any warning. I'd already left school, um, so that was a bit of a shock. But I did go back in and get what I needed to get my files and work things. Um, to start with, the, the pupils were fantastic, and, that, well, they, and they still are, but the, I was surprised at how they kept their attention for the whole lesson, because especially when you can't see their face, I do like to just have a quick hello, say hello quick, but most people don't want the camera on. And they've been so engrossed in the lesson, it's just, that has just been fantastic. Um, it's getting harder, it's getting more tedious. Um, so, you know, you're teaching one-to-one and you you can't see what the other pupils are doing, whether they're doing the work or whether they're texting their friends. Um, and running out of ideas, I'm trying all the time to think of ideas so that they're not sat in front of the screen for the whole lesson. So I send them off to get a book or I send them off to get a pair of scissors. Um, just things like that so they get up and move and about. As far as home life has gone, we've been very lucky. We were locked. Um, my stepdaughter moved in um because she was living on her own and she's kept us entertained we've had barbecues most weekends and she plays guitar and she's always shown us interest in films and clips and things and she's very energetic so she goes out walking a lot and cycling so she encourages us i did a lot of cooking at the beginning and put on weight which was not nice um cakes pastries um pies but i've stopped that now <laughs> I think everyone's gotten um, eaten quite a lot because we are quite bored. But I think some people have been doing quite a lot of exercise as well. So when um, Corona first came out, or should I say COVID-19, did you feel scared or worried in any way? No, I'm not particularly anxious. I'm quite um, placid, as you know, because you're one of my pupils. Um, so, no, I wasn't scared. It was very strange. I did go to Sainsbury's and join this long snake of a queue, which was just bizarre. Um, I haven't done that since. I have to say my husband does the shopping. But I, I would consider that I've had a lovely lockdown. Um, I managed to do lots of crafts, which I like doing, and I don't normally have time for. Uh, we've done. We live near Stampit Marsh, so we go over the marsh quite a lot, and we live within walking distance of the beach. So I've been very, very lucky. Of course, we've had such glorious weather, but there is a downside. We've met several people that have been quite rude and abrasive, and one person was wielding a stick 
at my husband, which made him feel quite threatened. And she said, don't you come within, you know, my stick area. Yeah, that, that I think that happened to quite a few people I saw on social media. But yeah. So you say you like to go to the beach. What makes you happy? Um, lots of things. I'm very lucky that um, I just love the countryside. So I suppose my most favourite thing is to go out in our motorhome. We've got a motorhome. And when we get in a field, my stress levels just plummet, even though I don't even know I'm stressed. I just love it, just being in a field and walking. We, we quite often go to a place in Fordingbridge, which I'm not going to tell you because you'll all be flocking there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you can walk for all day and you'll be lucky if you see two people. It's just so isolated. So... um you're leaving Ballard soon, so what are you going to do after Ballard? Are you going to go in your camper van on loads of adventures, or what are you going to do? Okay, so the the plan is to go travelling, and luckily we travel. We planned to travel this country, so we didn't even think about going abroad for this year, or maybe even next year. So we are, yes, we've got a new motorhome, so we are planning to travel the UK, and in Scotland there's something called the north 500 mile so it's 500 miles and you travel all through scotland yeah. so we definitely want to do that sounds amazing have you ever been to the lake district because that's yes. Oh, lot. yes that would definitely be on our list we're going to the lake district and the peak district and wales and um of course devon i love devon and not as much cornwall because the streets are so narrow so i don't know if we'll go there but well we probably will do but yeah, all over the place. And there's lots of places up north that I've never been. For instance, my one of my other stepdaughters lives in Chelmsford in Essex. Yeah. And Essex has such a bad reputation, but actually it's really beautiful. It's um it's rural. There's so much rural area and it's just stunning. So there's lots of places we want to explore. Yeah. Um, what is your do you have any traditions that you like to do? Like things that you normally do on an annual basis or every weekend or every Sunday? Uh, I'm not really a person of habit. Um, I don't have routines I stick to. But one of my traditions is I'm half Danish. My mum was Danish and I'm very close to my Danish family that are still living in Denmark. Um, and they always have candles on the table for dinner. So that's something I like to do. And in the evenings, we'll always have a candle lit. In fact, my bathroom, I had to clean the ceiling this morning because we will have candles in the bathroom as well. <laughs> and the ceiling's black. Oh. So um, I asked you to pick out a quote. Can you read that quote out and tell us why it's your favourite one? OK, so this quote is from Robert Frost. And it's from a poem called The Road Not Taken, which is a brilliant poem. It just really relates to, I relate to it really well. And the quote is, I, two roads diverged in a wood and I, I took the one less travelled by. And it really sums me up because if there's an easy way to do it, I'll pick the hard way. If there's a route when we're out walking that looks like it's not been used for a while, we'll go that way. And my husband and I, we always try and do things a bit different to everybody else. And we have incredible, crazy adventures because we end up in all sorts of places. Um, and last, well, five years ago now, we went to the Caribbean for six months. I was teaching there and we got an OS map 
and we looked all across the map and we went to all these places that nobody had been to, that the locals hadn't been to, the tourists obviously wouldn't go to, and we just explored the whole island. It was fantastic. That sounds amazing. Um, do you have a favourite movie? Oh, God, that's, this is really embarrassing. I think my favourite movie is um, Mamma Mia. <laughs> I love that movie as well, so you're not alone, don't worry. Oh, because it's such a fun movie. And, and okay, the singing's not great, but it doesn't matter. That's not what it's about. It's just about people being happy and having fun. Yeah. Um, so, last question If you had to put something on a piece of paper and put it on a board so everyone can see, what would you put on it? Um, it'd be something uplifting like be happy, keep smiling, people matter. Oh, that's great. Thank you very much for being on the um, podcast today. And, um, yeah, thank you very much for your um, answers. Thank you. Join me next time on the Ballard Podcast, where I'll be talking to another great member of the Ballard School family.